Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way everyone welcome back to children of verite we're so excited to see you especially after our week away from gameplay i hope you enjoyed <laughs> sam and i last week uh I, there were like four things that popped into my head after last week i was like oh man i should have said that so next time i'm on i've got more to say if you can believe it um but it was a pleasure uh to join sam and talk last week and i'm so excited to be back now with more adventure uh i hope you enjoyed our music video from adam and hope extraordinaire so exciting i have not seen it yet because i'm as i said not technologically proficient enough to <laughs> to do two things at once so i can't wait to watch it later uh, but first without further ado adam why are we here who who, who helps us be we here we have today? sponsors who you help do? us oh my put on this show nice every single week um and it seems like you would uh, know that after 44 episodes, I'm but um, here, here we go. We've got uh, we've got incredible sponsors. Thank you so much, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Woo! You can grab an Electrum chest code on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. Thank you so much for the support. As always, we have Die Hard Dice. You can get 10% off with any purchase there using the code Erte. Um, and we are also, are, we are still giving away the, yes, we are still giving away a uh, $20 discount uh, code. Uh, pay attention to the prompts in chat for that. And thank you, Die Hard Dice. And then we have, uh, I think uh, this is going to be our last week for this, but we have some additional product keys for Tailspire. So the 3D uh, incredibly beautiful and detailed virtual tabletop tailspire. Uh, you can pick up, uh, I think we're giving away five keys here tonight. So if you haven't tried that yet, you can grab a Steam key and give it a spin. I, uh, I'm really excited about everything that they are doing there. And um, I forgot during the Die Hard part, so I'm going to come back to Dice for just a moment. But Die Hard has gifted our cast, and again, thanks at Tall Halfling, has gifted our cast with Lauren's Launchers of Lore. Lauren's Launchers of Lore. Ooh, I love it. And, launchers um, of Lore. I thought it was yeah. the Launchers of Luck, but I think I like Launchers of Lore more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was yeah, a good I, letter, though, I got to say. I think either can, either can work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially after the last couple of episodes with all the, the awesome lore drops, I'm here for you. That's yeah. it. And finally, tonight you will hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. You also heard Bandit right there. 
uh, market. <laughs> so uh, Bandit is really tore up right now because uh, it is apparently rabbit season. Um, oh. And so uh, we cannot no keep him season. contained. Uh, Thank you. I was, I was <laughs> trying to figure out how to get <laughs> duck season in there. <laughs> he is jacked out of his mind with energy and emotion. Um, all right. So um, oh I God, tonight, oh, I normally, not just tonight, I'm the CDO of Demiplane. We've got a lot of <laughs> interesting things going on. Uh, we've got some big news coming in these next couple of weeks. So you can watch me on Dev Updates Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific right here on this channel. And uh, like I said, the next couple of weeks, lots of stuff going on. So uh, so tune in if you're able to, uh, especially if you care about Pathfinder, um, uh, some, some big news coming uh, for, for that pretty soon here. And um, tonight I am playing Silas Sorrell, your d dimensionally displaced magical super fan. <laughs> I love it. Hey everybody, I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I am a professional customer. I love that it sounds for professional customer artists. Well, and that that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously I'm an RPG performer. And um, actually I'm really excited because the end of this month kicks off convention season for me. So I will be, I feel like I'm on tour. I'll be at so many conventions this summer. So I'm really excited. I feel special. Anyway, tonight... I am playing Furza Armstrong, and I'm really excited because it's going to be cold, finally, where we are. <laughs> finally. Finally. Oh. And that was all this hot snow. <laughs> Ocean water. It's just been flaming ash. We yeah. thought it was snow. No one thought to check the temperature. The ice zombies were just, it was their demeanor. It had nothing to do with the ice. It's all the <laughs> The tones of their <laughs> decaying flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, I'm apologetically. After, after rabbit season, duck season, you get a pass the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. Uh, I am on the interwebs as at DreamWisp and streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, uh, we just announced a game that I worked on um, for Modifius called Dreams and Machines. It's a brand new universe on free tabletop day. They are going to be putting out a coloring book for the world of Avera Prime. So you'll get to see some giant robots and other things um, and get introduced to the world of the Vera Prime. Um, please check it out. It's really, really cool. Um, and then I have some other things cooking that I will share when they're shareable. Um, but <laughs> when they're tonight, yeah. uh, I will um, <laughs> I will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi everyone, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. But don't look for me. I want you to go look for Take This because TakeThis.org does a lot of amazing things for the gaming community, uh, including Champions of Psychology, which is which is a show that is on the CNE Games channel, which happens on Tuesdays. But next Tuesday, starting on May 15th, there's going to be a fundraiser starting. They're doing a Champions of Psychology apparel drive from Custom Inc. So definitely follow Take This this.org and, and follow idol champions too because you're going to want to get one of these sweatshirts or t-shirts or something because first off they're awesome and second off it's for an amazing cause and tonight i'm going to be playing uh carolyn neb stern who's going to be looking for mirror pieces for an amazing cause which is trying to help her friends get home 
Hi, everyone. My name is Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. Um, you can watch me be a dungeon master on Misfits of Alceta on Wednesdays on the That's How We Roll channel. Uh, but tonight, I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your granny for hire. Yay. Um, and before I jump in, I want to throw it just to Josh Simons. Big round of applause. Um, we mentioned Sirenscape every week, and Josh always helps me <laughs> figure all that out because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and so, yeah, I send him some some ideas of what I'm looking for and he throws together and DJs all this and gets us all going. So yeah, big special shout out this week to Josh, who we're all so grateful. Yay. Thank you, um, Josh. Doctor. <laughs> um, and I'm Ann Wall. I'm your storyteller for this evening. Um, I'm very excited to uh, get out on this glacier here. And uh, I got a little I got a little Midwestern there for a minute. <laughs> Augie was coming back. Um, <laughs> miss her. I know. I kind of miss her too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so um, I guess, yeah, without further ado, let's uh, get something cozy and warm to drink. A lot of us have our fancy warm drinks and uh, settle in for the 44th chapter. This is a long book, you guys, of Children of Airtime. So when we last left off, you all had spent some time on the train. You did your watches. You got your information. Um, and the train had just pulled into the station for Bellcastle Cap. It was a very bare-bones station covered in thick, thick ice that glistens sort of almost blue, pale blue in the, the daylight. Um, from here, you can see it is an enormous glacier, a big bowl of snow on the side of the mountain. You can see that right now the, the train tracks seem to be the bottom of the movement of this glacier. But of course, over time, that is just going to continue to push its way down through the forest and probably all the way to the ocean eventually. But for now, here is where it is. It's a big bowl in front of you. And along the ridge of this kind of crater, the, the, the rim of the crater, are two paths. They are icy. They are rocky. Um, you can see down in the bowl, the, the ice itself is all cracks and grooves and, um, uh, you know, dangerous precipices. Uh, up at the very top of the crater, where the paths kind of go around and meet up at the top, is the top of the this, a mountain, a spire of the, the sort of tallest peak in this area. Um, it is just straight, sheer, pointy rocks up at the top. What would you like to do? And we're just standing on the platform. You've all collected just staring at this moment. <laughs> you've collected your gear. You are out on this icy, you know, wooden train platform, deciding what to do. And we see and hear nothing. Yeah, this just just the blow of the wind. I mean, this is, you know, open tundra. Um, it's just whistling, whistling wind. The wind is quite strong as you sort of start to take that in you're you can already feel your muscles tensing as you hunch against it and your your leg muscles activate to keep you stable in one place those of you with the crampons it's a little bit easier those of you in the snowshoes you feel a little slidey but you grab on and are able to hold yourself so well, we have we can go left or right sort of right wasn't there like a we can go one direction or another well, you know, back in my day, I was a hedge mage chopper person, and I always made the Wait, mazes. did you just say you were a hedge mage? Like a wizard? <laughs> hedge <Can we> Google <laughs> mage. Oh my god, character oh. alert. I mean, I think I, I would Stop believe giving me Paul. NPC ideas. 
<laughs> I would totally believe both that she was both a mage and a maze person. You know, Sorry, in Robin. my old age, I can't and a hedge. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was making my mazes, you would always want to make it to where you want you want to go left. I feel like going left and then left and then left. It makes a right, and then you get to the center of the Tootsie Pop, and you're ready to go. So you think left, right? The hedge, the hedge mazes have Tootsie Pop centers. I would always put a Tootsie Pop in the center of my maze. Wow, Good I should know. Yeah, I should have walked your mazes. I went to different hay rides <laughs> when I was a kid. So I guess left. Right. Right. Left. I'm with left. Yeah. Left feels right. Would you like to point yeah. in the direction where we're going? Because I'm very confused now. I think she said we're going left, right? <laughs> you're, you're not helping. <laughs> Third base. Also, we're going in that direction, correct? Yes. We've made the decision as a group, and we're going to stick by it. Whatever comes, what may. <laughs> no, December. <laughs> This is going to be an exhausting walk if, if we're going to have to deal with all of this. I might not ever see a baseball game again, speaking <laughs> of third base. I mean... You can't there... think like that. If you want, we can go uh, grab my mitt or we can go throw the ball around if it makes you You feel have better. a mitt with you? Do we have a ball? A ball? You guys... Well, a baseball or a softball or something. Oh, we got snowballs. That's true. They won't last for very long, but they'll be fun. <laughs> and if you accidentally hit the pitcher, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Depends on what kind of snowball you're making. Um, <laughs> are, 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 we, are we going left? Is left correct? The final decision. The one. Left is the one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it is a narrow path. You cannot walk two by two. This is a single file path. Um, along the way, you can see that some rock piles have been made, little cairns. Um, they're, you know, you can see that they're probably taller than they look, but the snow has grown up around them. So you're only seeing the top couple of stones. Um, but they do seem to, you know, go around the perimeter of this, this crater, this, this glacier. Hmm. So as you head left, just give me a marching order. Uh, is this, do we, do we need any special foot equipment in order to walk this trail? So you have three sets of crampons and three snowshoes. Um, so between the six of you, um, you can decide who wears what. I think we did make some decisions last time. Um, so if yeah. you remember, uh, crampons are good for ice. Snowshoes are good for deep snow. Um, this right now is an icy path. Uh, the glacier itself seems to be more snow. Um, you can, you can, you know, I think, yes, we have crampons are Feruza, Silas, and Maeve, snowshoes, yep. Robin, Pivim, and Neb. Um, yep. you still have your harnesses from <laughs> the mine. <laughs> um, so if you want those, I believe you don't wear very much rope, um, but you could figure out something for that. Yeah. Um, we have five harnesses. Yes. So, yeah, so I just need whatever marching order you want to take as you move left up the trail. Ordinarily, I would happily go down first, and, and I, I'm fine with it uh, now. Mm -hmm. But also, I've kind of figured out that um, I can, you know, kind of, like, do things with my mind. 
And mm-hmm. so if I'm concentrating enough and some, if someone falls and falls badly, I could, you know, maybe, uh, mm. you know, catch them. And so like, it might be a good idea for me to go last where I can just mm-hmm. like keep an eye on Smart. whatever's happening. Okay. That makes sense. What do we do if you fall? Well, if I fall, then I'm going to uh, concentrate on catching myself. Okay. But at least okay. I would know it, right? That's that's so. true. Yeah, yell Don't out or something. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the yelling out will come pretty naturally, but we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. <laughs> All right, I, I, I definitely don't mind going first, especially since I have crampons on. If anyone All right. falls or slips, they can grab onto me. It isn't like it could happen the other way around. If Pivim was wearing the crampons and I slipped and fell, we'd both be done for. <laughs> so I'm happy I have the crampons. I don't mind leading the pack. I'll go after Feruza. All right. Well, Pivim and I took the snowshoes because we figured if necessary, we can change into something else. So if you want yeah, penguins penguins yeah but that's at the top and then we'll oh, slide right. down right, right, yeah right. I, I don't know how yeah i don't know how long it would take us to waddle all the way up but definitely sliding all the way down yeah i suppose with my snowshoes i'll be a little bit slower so i'll just kind of be in the back with uh with silas okay so pivim will follow mave neb close behind uh then robin and silas Okay. So, Veruza, you lead the way as you start, uh, you know, uh, uh, using your crampons, really digging them into the ice as you go, because you can feel it is slippery. And absolutely, as of this moment, Robin, Pivim, and Neb, you are a little bit slower. Um, There are a couple of moments where you skid and are able to sort of find your footing. But as you can see, it gets steeper up ahead. Um, it, it starts to get a little bit, you know, you can see even Pivim sort of looks to you, Neb, uh, and goes, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm going to have some trouble when I get to that rise up there. I think we're all going to, but I, I, I agree with you. I've been cataloging what I could probably turn into that would make things easier, but I can't get the I can't get the goose right. I, every time I try, something happens and my brain just doesn't want to picture. I think it's the beak. The beak kind of. Beak. Yeah. Have you ever seen the inside of a goose's mouth? It's ah, nasty. Yeah. Tricky, uh, tricky, tricky stuff. Yeah. Would any of you prefer if I went on ahead and took a look around, like scouted on ahead as something smaller? Maybe something smaller that like something can't detect because that's always ended in disaster when we let you go ahead. Nev. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about like miles or out of sight or anything. Okay. But, right. but and unless someone is going to disagree, uh, do it. Neb is going to picture that fox that Pivim turned into mm. that she got a chance to study, um, and it will be an Arctic fox. It'll be a white fox. Uh, but Silas, she will like you will catch her winking at you when she does it. So like there's a moment where she's giving you this little grin and a wink and then little white Arctic fox with blue eyes. Uh, Pivim uh, stops and again, tiny little hands. Yeah, oh, very, very impressive. I like this a lot. And it tries to to bow and it just turns into one of those dog play bows. (laughs) He goes, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Watch this. 
He snaps his fingers and Pivim erupts. He grows larger and larger, bending over forward on all fours as he, as his uh, fur is, you know, he's got this hairy body turns, you know, pure white. Um, and he grows into a polar bear. Damn! <gasps> this is so cool! <laughs> um, the polar bear turns around and looks at you, Robin, in your, your snowshoes on this icy trek and, and sort of holds up his enormous sharp claw. <gasps> his huge face, I mean, it's his head is three times the size of yours, kind of moves forward. <sighs> breathes in your face and sort of motions with its head towards its back. Well, I've gotten to ride elephants in Thailand, but this, this will be a new one for the book. And Robin will hop on. All right. You grab onto a chunk of fur, this, this, you know, veiny, like, um, you know, they're almost like feathers, <laughs> that almost crystal clear uh, uh, hair that, that polar bears have. And you sort of, you know, throw your leg over and he moves a little bit to help you adjust. You can feel the power of his muscles underneath his fur. Um, as he begins to lumber off, you hold on tight um, as it is not an easy ride with no saddle. Um, but he sort of steps off the path a little bit into the glacier at the side. Um, he sinks in deep on his heavy, heavy legs, but is able to get a good footing and kind of pull himself up to the front uh, near you, Feruza. Neb, where are you headed? Uh, so at first she is just circling the polar bear, <laughs> looking at everything because this is amazing. And, 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 and now that she is a tiny creature because that's what a fox is she's like weaving in and out from his legs and but like also doing a an examination of like i wonder if i could turn into this i just thought into this. this is a way smarter idea uh, i'm already a fox i guess and then she'll finally remember that she's supposed to be doing something and trot up to feruza and i, I will give you kind of uh, a cocked head look and then trot about 10 15 feet in front of you Mm -hmm. And and I'll try to stay at that distance, just uh, keeping my ears open as uh, that's what foxes do. Okay, fantastic. As you come across this very icy, narrow, steep passage of this area, um, you can see that underneath the ice, there are like steps that have been carved into the stone, but they are now completely covered over with, with ice, like home alone covered over with ice. Um, and uh, at this point, um, everybody is going to have to make some kind of strength or dexterity check to get up this thing. That's what I was worried about. I'm in front. If I fall, I'm taking everybody out. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, well, right now, Neb the fox and, and, and uh, Robin, Pivim polar bear are ahead. Um, Neb okay. Fox, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. The, okay. the fox is way better decks than I do. Uh, <laughs> I still rolled like crap, so that is. <laughs> and I, I will allow strength checks if you would prefer them. You can choose. Just let me know how you're doing it to adjust for that. All right. Are they... Is and athletics applicable? Yeah, I would allow athletics. Again, sell me. Yeah. How are you using your learned? <laughs> I, Robin's not on the. Robin's no, you're not. Right? Robin's fine. You are. You are relying on Pivim the polar. <laughs> All right, okay, now I, I did, did athletics. 
I rolled a nine. A I think, nine. I think Neb thinks to do the same thing that, that the polar bear did, which is go slightly off the path uh -huh. and stay closer to the, the snow-ish parts mm -hmm. and just gets closer to ice. Okay. Um, as you do, and you begin to feel your back legs, you know, slip out from underneath you um, as a bunch of the loose snow at the side begins to avalanche down this steep divide on the side, carrying you with it very quickly. Five, ten feet, you're being pulled ah. away from the group. Anyone going to do anything about it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, how far away? Cruz is in front. She's she's currently sliding away from you. Am I am I sliding away like directly away or like no, like down into the glacier? Okay, to the Robin will like kind of like on a horse, like you kick the sides of, and like Robin will just be like, "Come on, this is the Polar Express now," and try to get Pivum to go. Pivum. Right, rears his head and begins to turn, bounding down the slope after you. Um, he's going to do his own little. Can yeah, I clarify the yes. bowl that we're talking yes. about? That is where we're trying to go, right? Right now, you're climbing around the outside of the bowl. Yeah, we okay. don't exactly know where we to go. We don't know where this is leading. Yeah, we're just so following it's not the just path. sliding down the path we're currently on. No, she's okay. sliding I just wanted into. To clarify yes, this okay. is like a crater. And I mean, like, I understand she could get down there faster than herself, but I was like, okay, if she's going where we need to go anyway, I'm not as concerned. But it, yeah, it depends like on where you're going. No, no, she's sliding. Yeah. She's not sliding backwards down the path. She's sliding into the bowl of the glacier, so into the crater. Oh, okay. Towards okay. The center crater. Which might be where we're headed. Which I might don't be know. where you're headed. You haven't really decided yet. Um, but the polar bear is going to bound after you. Polar bear does very, very well hold, you know, holding its ground. Um, it can, it can bound down and kind of actually catch you up. Yeah, it goes fast. Um, catch you up and get down below you so that you it stops your descent about 20 <laughs> feet away from the group um, as you sort of, you know, butt up against its butt mm. as it gets in the way there. I look as embarrassed as a fox can look. <laughs> um, but with this disturbance of the snow, you can already see that more of it is beginning to kind of slide in these big sheets of ice um, on the very steep edges of this crater, this, this glacier. Feruza, you wanna go next? Yes, sir. All oh, right. gosh. Are you climbing? Are you, yeah, how are, how are you going to? Yeah, manage? so, okay, so Feruza is, I mean, she's, you know, watching how she's, you know, walking because she's very aware of the fact that she's now like 6'4". I can't remember, maybe 6'4". <laughs> she has not measured herself since the yes. cave. Um, and, you know, I mean, even though she knows that Silas has these amazing skills that could probably help her, she does worry if she falls that it's going to be a rescue mission from hell because she's so much bigger than everybody else. Um, so she just carefully, like, putting each foot down. And I think I'm going to use athletics. Like digging the crampons in as deep as you can into that ice. Okay, yeah, yeah I'd buy that. That's like, that's like, like, hiking or step dancing or something. Yeah. Yeah, like she's doing definitely using her. Go with athletics. Whatever, I'm, yeah. I'm for it. 
Ooh, 13. A 13. Oh, no, Faruza. Oh. Um, on You get about halfway up, and on the next sort of stomp that you make, you hit a piece of very hard ice. It just Ooh. does not lean away um, from, you know, from the, the or does not break under the, the, the uh, um, force of your step. Um, as you okay. begin to fall off, Again, into inwards towards the glacier side of this, your other foot holds on. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh no. Oh, well, I have, I have good strength, so. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> 16. A 16. Um, so <laughs> your other foot holds strong. Um, you are able to just kind of dig, you know, <laughs> dig your heel in deeper and hold yourself there. So you have fallen, um, but you have not slid because you have that other foot planted. And she like quickly gets her ax and puts it like in the ice to hold too. Yeah, there you go. Give yourself a little extra. <sighs> okay. Do you want okay. to continue climbing? Yeah, so, right. I mean, well, I mean, did we, we saved uh, Nev, they're coming back up now or <laughs> am I just gonna let we'll them go? We're, we're, it's, you know, it's one by one. You can wait if you want to wait until you see what happens to them, but you're halfway up this very steep climb. Okay. Um. I can, if I can tell that they're rescued and okay and that there's nothing I can do, maybe she'll continue ahead just to keep looking. Gotcha. You know, okay. another athletics check to get up the second, yeah. second mm -hmm. rise of this. Okay. And what am I, what am I rolling? Athletics, if you want to do that again. Oh, okay. Oh, good. This one's an 18. An 18. Fantastic. <laughs> you This time you're watching very carefully. You see the like different coloration and the density of the ice. You make sure you put your foot in the right place and you make it up to the top of this rise. Um, up here, you can see you really have gained a lot of elevation in the last few minutes of hiking. Um, you know, you are getting towards the like top third of this giant glacial bowl here. And you can see it is a drop from here. Um, there's very little to hold on to. And there's just, again, that the center of this glacier is riddled with crevices that go uh, how deep you don't know. Um, okay. Maeve, you are next in the lineup. So Maeve, um, I, I'm climbing and I'm wearing the crampons, mm -hmm. um, but also I, I feel like my feet are gripping, like the muscles in my feet are really clenching. Yeah well on this um this oh. ground almost almost like a dancer pointing their foot but my yeah. foot's kind of staying mm -hmm. flat like yeah. um it just it feels extra like the crampon goes in and then it clenches in almost yeah. locking in mm -hmm. um and so i have a 19 um oh, gorgeous with each step i'm really but it's every step i'm sort of just feeling this like Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know how to. Yeah, it's not like and your well. your balance as well seems to be very on point as you go up. It, it's it's almost it's muscled, but it looks light almost as you sort of trip the light. Fantastic. Yeah, and even there are points where it, yeah. it's it's almost like the angle I'm standing on yep. seems almost like it shouldn't be an angle that a person stands on. Um, it, it seems a little gravity defiant. Yes. Um, not too much, but just like tricky spots that, that Feruza has struggled with a little bit and that Neb clearly struggled with. I'm, I'm sort of managing on a yeah. slightly mm. weird angle. 
you land, you know, right next to Feruza up at the top of this rise and can also kind of take in this vista. I mean, it just now you can really see off to the horizon in most directions. Um, and it is it is forest and tundra. You can see a little bit where the tracks go off down along the side of the, the mountain down below again. Um, it's pretty, pretty dang beautiful up here. All right. I let myself take a second to appreciate yeah. that. Good. Because, yeah. Silas, we'll get to the folks down below in a minute, unless you want to do something with them. I don't know if Silas would want to leave them down there. Because, I mean, like, we're going up. Everybody mm -hmm. else is going up, right? But they mm -hmm. are down a little bit into the bowl at this yes. point? Yes, they're about 20 feet down into the bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll have to climb back up to where you are and then make it up this rise to stay on the path. Yeah, I'm I'm going to stay there and make sure that they don't need any help to okay. come back up before Silas is going to go up. Neb, Robin, and Pivum down at the bottom. Neb, uh, Pivum is actually going to, you know, again, nudge his nose down near you and almost create kind of a ramp where you could maybe walk up on top of his head. And Neb looks at Pivum back at where they slid at Pivim, back at where they slid she shakes like a dog to get the snow off of her and it's it's almost as though you can tell she's going okay i i can do this i can do this <laughs> let me throw something at you yeah foxes have a burrowing speed yes they have no <laughs> athletics or strength but yes. what i would like to imagine is is she's taking those the, the same paws with the claws that are meant for digging she's digging them like crampons into mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. ice and so she's a little slower mm -hmm. um but i'm hoping that the burrow speed can help absolutely i will give you if you want to like <laughs> burrow through this loose snow to get back to where silas is it, you can just move your your burrow speed her burrow speed is five feet, so it's slow. So it's slow, but you're doing but it's fine. like a sandworm yeah. just making its way through the snow, and then and then uh, Adam or or uh, a, or a wascally wabbit, <laughs> a wascally wabbit, and all of a sudden a fox head just pops up next to you. You're like, <laughs> um, Robin, give me a perception check. Oh, goody. <clears throat> ah, boo! It's a six. It's a six. Um, you're just having a grand old time watching Neb play in the snow. Um, <laughs> it's a, this is amazing. You're riding a polar bear as Pivum sort of stays close by, taking the same speed as Neb as they sort of carefully plot their way back to uh, where Silas is at the bottom of this icy rise. Um, so they've made it to you, Silas. Um, so so uh, as before yeah. the polar bear and Robin are... Uh, you know, get there, and I see um, the Arctic fox, you know, pop out. Uh, there's just a little bit of uh, silent, uh, silence, and Silas uh, kind of nods his head. Yeah, I mean, you know, not to, I mean, this is this is offered in no judgment whatsoever, Neb, but, you know, maybe next time the polar bear instead of the fox, I mean, because it seems like it's, it's pretty badass. Um, and I know you can't talk back to me right now. And like I said, it's not judgment. We all live and learn. I've made so many mistakes, but polar bear seems like it's a really good option. 
She looks, she gets out of the snow. She looks back down at where Pivim is climbing on up. She kind of glances at herself. You can swear you see like shoulders drop a little bit. And then but she hey, just starts cool. laboriously climbing up the same way. So this time though, um, as uh, the fox nib mm-hmm. begins to climb, I looked this up. Uh, I guess an Arctic fox weighs like 10 pounds or something. So yes. as long as an Arctic fox weighs less than 60, yes. Silas is going to just simply, like the best weightlifting spotter in the world, try <laughs> to not actually help, uh-huh. but like just be there uh-huh. telekinetically just a little bit in case something goes wrong. Gotcha. Just ready to add. grab the scruff of the neck if there's a slide. Yeah, <laughs> just, just again, trying to do uh-huh. it as invisibly as he can. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, with your your gentle helicopter uh, parenting there, you're able to get everybody back up onto the this ridge. Um, at this point, um, Pivim, the polar bear, is going to kind of move around to the back and kind of nudge in the butt behind you and sort of say, you know, he's going to go behind the pack and see if he can you know, oh, okay. Yeah. Clips. Hey, hey, it makes, it makes a lot of sense to me. Don't, you don't have to say anything else. And <laughs> Silas is going to, going to go up there and um, <laughs> Silas is going to, Silas has done a good bit of second story uh, work and mm. there was a job in the past that had something to do with ice. Um, so he is going to try to carefully and surgically, uh, you know, fi- find the driest, absolutely um, you know, easiest handholds and, and make the climb. Oh, that's good. Um, 19. 19. Yeah, you as well, using all four of your limbs, you know, really knowing that, you know, it, you know, you have to stabilize with the hands and then use the weight and the feet. Um, you find a really good, you know, solid way to, you know, climb up there and kind of pull yourself up uh, standing next to your friends. Um, down below, Fox Neb, do you want to go first? <laughs> and Pivim and Robin will sort of spot you. Yeah, I feel like she would have seen Pivim basically uh-huh. encourage Silas, so she's gonna take a big breath and she's gonna try again. Go for it. All right, here comes the dexterity check. Wow. Because, because, because uh, um, um, that's a natural oh. 20. Woo! For, yeah, for a that was 23. Nice. <laughs> Woo! Nice. Yeah, how she do, just how needed do to get- you foxy bound up this in the most amazing way possible? I feel like after her burrowing excavation, (laughs) uh, she's finally kind of gotten a hold of what this body can actually Mm -hmm. do. Cause like studying it is one thing and being it is another. Mm -hmm. And so now um, because foxes have this keen hearing, she's listening for the parts of the ice that are cracking, that have cracks and divots in them that that make that styrofoam type noise. Uh, and that's where she's going to then dig in her claws. And so she kind of leaps, grabs, leaps, grabs, leaps, grabs, and eventually, and then looks very, very proud of herself. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just a little sit with a shaky tail up at the mm-hmm. top there. Um, you know, if, if I guess foxes don't howl, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you feel it inside. What does Never the wolf. fox say? Probably nothing. <laughs> They look dignified. Um, polar bear with Robin on its back is going to make its turn. 
Again, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Mental note, study polar bears. <laughs> Hi, um, it's just, it's just the biggest creature. I mean, I guess the moose you've been by, the wolves were large, but I mean, it just, you know, and the steam that puffs out of its mouth as it climbs up, um, it, you know, it kind of pushes the rest of you down the path because you have to make way for it um, as he as he pulls himself up to the top. Robin, you feel a little bit of a slide on its back as you grab onto that hair and hold as tight as you can, sort of wrapping your knees around his middle section to stay on, on top. Um, as you all make it to the top of this rise, there is kind of a turn coming up. Um, you know, again, you can see the path going along. It's 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 still steadily rising, but it's more manageable. It isn't this large of a jump. Um, it begins to kind of go into the rock face, the sort of top of this mountain. Um, the the you know the the path sort of goes into the edge of it, beginning to to sort of create a small ledge around the inside. And there are parts of it you can't see because it goes in and around behind those rocks. Um, but you're starting to come up into what is becoming more and more the top of the mountain. And we can't see around that. We can't really see where it, it comes in and out. You can see some of the path, you know, it's, it's really like a thin ledge around the edge of the side of the, the mountain and other places it, you know, it, it goes in to follow the contours of the rocks themselves. Um, but the mm -hmm. path does continue around and you obviously can see where it picks up on the other side, you know, a hundred okay. feet away or more. Um, but yeah, it, it continues. It just kind of moves into the stone and the rock of the top of the mountain. Um, Fruz is just going to, turn to the group and say, um, shall we continue on? All right. And she just kind of something better to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Brandis her axe. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, before actually? they turn the- Actually? <laughs> actually. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was a good one, Lord. Um, <laughs> She's going to like just squint for a minute mm -hmm. and focus on that turn. Mm -hmm. And because she has this ability to um, to sense danger. Yes. So she's just going to see if there's anything that could be there before they turn the corner. That's all. <laughs> um, let me think danger about sense. this. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Let's do it with dexterity saving throws, right? Yeah, yes. Double checking. Um. Okay. Oh, many things. Oh, that's not Okay. Uh, give me, give me a perception check because you are focusing on this. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Fifteen. 15. <laughs> you hear what sounds like the flutter of feathers from around the corner and a light chirping. It's very hard to catch. The wind is so loud up here. Just the constant white noise of that. You, because you are paying attention and kind of are trying to catch anything off, you can hear sort of the rustle of feathers in the wind and a little bit of a 
for a minute, um, Fruz is like completely confused and she's remembering that she used to own something that's like a war gong. But anyway, she's gonna turn around. <laughs> she's like, it's like I'm having sort of a psychic break for a second, but she's gonna turn around to the group and say, you guys are just gonna literally see Fruza stop dead. And she's gonna turn to you guys and say, what kind of birds can exist in this weather? Do any of you know? Is that a riddle? <laughs> I'm asking because I specifically do hear something that sounds like an actual bird and because, you know, I mean, I kind of consider myself a little bit of a bird aficionado. Oh, really? Uh, and then, you why are you asking birds? us You then? haven't told us that yet. What? <laughs> Nothing. Hmm. Nicole, I definitely Silas, edgy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, me? If you're the expert, then why are you asking us? Well, I don't know what kind of birds are going to live in a glacier. I have no idea. Maybe you guys do know. Vultures. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I hear a bird, and I definitely hear feathers. I mean, it's just a bird. Like, I mean, we're not, like, scared of a bird right now, are we? we because, I mean, we have kind of, you know, battled, like, Morlocks and, um, you know, all kinds of way worse stuff than birds. We don't know that this in this world maybe bird is something to be afraid of. <sighs> I didn't want to be reminded of that, but you're probably right. I, I just think in general, anything that jumps out at me that's strange, I need to mention it because I'm right up front here and I make sure everybody uh, knows what we're getting to walk into. Do you recall the birds we saw at the last spot? Uh, we had some concerns about those, so well, we just didn't want to kill their family, though. I wasn't like scared of them. I mean, we could have gone down there just like kicking all of them and stuff, and we would have been fine. But we just didn't want to do all that. In any of the books that we were looking yeah. at about this stuff, was there anything about birds? Was there anything about? Go ahead and give me either a nature nature check or a history check to remember the book. Unfortunately, that book I think is uh, my left leg at the moment i don't know i don't know where, where this, neb hasn't figured out where her clothing and belongings go just yet so somewhere 22 somewhere 22. is a book um and that was, was a that, was, history it was a history okay so specifically think trying to think back to the book that you read anything that you sort of seen uh you know you know to know about this kind of an area um there are a lot of birds that can live in arctic climates um you know anything from you know penguins <laughs> um antarctic climates um and uh all the way to birds of prey you know really giant birds um you know um what am i thinking like an albatross you know that can you know fly miles and miles across the ocean in all kinds of climates and is is enormous um, so there's a wide range. It's almost impossible to tell, you know, what this would be without getting a look at it. We don't know. All right, let's go. Are there, is this a pretty, is this a shadowy spot? Is this a, like, is this a very exposed area? This is all very exposed. I mean, there. It, it's more, I would say, less exposed than the rest of the mountain because this is where the rock is and it's providing some cover, but this is all open air up here. Don't worry, everybody. I was once part of the neighborhood watch, so I am very alert, always alert. <laughs> I can't be surprised, I should say. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's all. good. All right. I mean, that's the first one that I've also been. So. Ah. I will say, you know, it's like, uh, I, I mean, I'm not at a bingo or anything, but I at least got on the board. <laughs> she gave it to me. Robin, are you, you're all the way in the back? Or are you a... <laughs> Robin's you? on the polar bear. Oh, okay. Oh, you're still on the polar bear. Okay. At the back, but we are at the back, yes. Okay. Nebble, if you're still in the front, Nebble trot up next to you and kind of okay. pace with you at this point. So yes, between okay. everyone's legs, this tiny little white fox just yeah. sort of moves its way yeah. <laughs> through your legs up towards you, Perusa. Yeah, you're six appear. foot four and, and Neb's, you know, 10 inches. Uh, <laughs> I mean, tiny, you are tiny. excellent companions. Yeah. Neb's, you want to go look and see what's yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. watch her cock her head and she'll nod a bit, but then she'll very intentionally make like eye contact with all of you before she walks away. <laughs> yeah. Polar bear will give you a big. <sighs> I don't know if that was no or yes. I think it was confirmation. You know, I was once a nature conversationist. <laughs> so. I think that was a yes. Oh. All right. Uh, Nebble, stand up and give give you all that kind of nod of like, yeah, I can do this, and is going to uh, slowly head in that direction. She's going to be listening okay. to try to key in on the, the bird sounds okay. first, and then... Give me yeah. give me your your foxy perception with your ears or your senses whatever you've got as a okay. foxy as a perception the best fox. the best bond girl yeah. the best so foxy perception the fox has advantage stop on stop giving me NPCs on hearing checks and okay. that is another natural twenty I'm gonna Woo! die nice yeah so, so that's a twenty six on her perception wow um, yeah. You distinctly hear three separate chirps, and they feel immature to you. They feel like these are young birds, um, rather than the throaty, mature sound of a of, a, of an adult bird. Um, um, so, as as you move, you you feel quite certain there's a nest around the corner. Okay. Uh, before I view around the corner to see what I can see, I will look up for. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, <laughs> something. You know, right? Um, you can give me another perception check. You don't see anything, <laughs> just plain. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. There is nothing in these skies. It is. It is just you know blue sky, bright sun. It's now you know past midday. It's just beating down on you. There's almost no shadows. But again, the wind and the air currents are so intense that you know you have not yet been able to transform into anything that flies. But you're pretty sure if something caught an air current. It could be here. It could travel, you know, miles very quickly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll like get down on my belly and scooch on up so that I could just peer around the corner. Stealthy. Uh, I gotta try. You go for it. This, the, the fox is a bit stealthy. He's got uh, some camouflage and the, the the white fur and the white snow. You want to take it at perception? I'll allow it. Uh, well, I, I got six, seven, eight, nine, okay. that's a 21 oh, for yeah. stealth. Yeah. I'm Great. finally getting used to this body, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, you get down low. So you like, like, 
like your army crawling as a little fox, uh, you know, kind of move yourself up around and just stick a little, a little black nose around the corner and (laughs) eyes to kind of peek. And it is indeed uh, an area, a, a, a high altitude nest that has been sort of built into the side of this mountain in a place where two sort of meet. Um, yes, some like tree logs and, and sticks and all bits of kind of, you see some rope in there that looks a little bit like the kind of rope you guys have been using. Um, you know, lots of things that have kind of been mushed together, um, probably also cemented with some saliva or something because it's it's just stuck on the side of the rock, um, kind of along this path. You'll have to go right through it if you want to continue along the path. And every once in a while, you see a head, stick up, open-mouthed, um, three of them, and they're quite big. These baby oh. birds are probably the size of your Canadian geese. Mm. And how big is the nest? <laughs> nest is big. Nest mm. is probably 10 feet in diameter. Mm. Oh. And there are little fluffy feathers stuck all in it, the little downy baby bird feathers. It's it's adorable and also, uh, I mean, she's a tiny beast. She's kind of terrified <laughs> at this moment. It, can I tell what kind of birds these are just from Give me the, a nature check from the babies? I'll try. Oh um. Okay. It's, uh. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. All of the studying that you've been doing, going through this book, is really starting to pay off. These are definitely birds of prey. These are tough little birds. Um, Mm. You can already see the remains now as you look of some other creatures. These are carnivorous birds. I'm going to army crawl backwards very (laughs) stealthily. Like, (laughs) and then turn around and go back to my friends. (laughs) And then... Keep sending what'd you, what'd you the animal. <laughs> that doesn't look good. <laughs> and, and in her head, she thinks the next time we do this, I need to. We need to learn like twenty questions, yes or no questions, because I don't want to. <sighs> she's just going to sit in front of all of you and look. Hey, you know, we should do like twenty questions or something. Probably <laughs> when she can't talk like this. I make hardcore like, eye contact with Silas and just solemnly nod. Would you like? Is it for us larger to play than a red box? <laughs> uh, she nods at Maeve. <laughs> the bird v- is larger than a bread box. She vigorously nods. Was there more than one of these birds? She vigorously Please. nods. Is there they more know? than two? She vigorously nods. Is there more than three? She cocks her head and then nods at a least little three. Bit. Okay. <laughs> they didn't notice you at all, Neb. She shakes okay, her head now. Where's that? Is so, there a way to get past the, the birds at all? Or is that just the dead end? Did you see or notice? She looks unsure. She kinda... Can we bull rush it and get through it quickly? <laughs> we should have had it Oh boy. Yes or no is how this game works. <laughs> from from what I saw, do I think that's even possible? You said it was like blocking the path. Would it be something you'd have to go... run through the nest with the three oh, little birds? The There's to... no going under it since it's like attached. To I the mean, wall? maybe you because you're ten inches tall, but okay, not the others. And we're uh, sure that this this is the only path. 
Uh, Neb, as far as Neb could see, yeah, yeah. Look, Neb, Neb looks at Silas and solemnly, nope, not bull rushing through this, and then looks over at uh, Robin and just kind of looks around and shrugs. All right, and the polar bear eat the bears or eat the birds. (laughs) I'll look over. Pivum, it's yes or no. Like you shake it or shake it side to side. Um, he shakes side to side and kind of snaps at you, Silas. A little uh, bit. He's a vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so we either these... look for another path or we go back and then go right. <laughs> I ain't going back all that way. Like. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. We committed you to the realize left. how hard it was to just get this far? Well, okay. The birds were big and they were awake, but they vigorous didn't nodding. notice Neb. Vigorous, vigorous nodding up until the they didn't notice Neb. And then just like a small little pro... Like, she's sure. No. Okay. Can no. we climb around him? Is there rocks you can climb over? Did did I see any rocks? Lots of rocks, yeah. Did, she'll... They go up? Yeah. She'll... It's in the so side we of... could go up, technically. There's a side... It's in the side of a cliff, you know, <laughs> hanging on to the edge between sort of in a Y-shaped space between two rocks, and you could absolutely find your way around above him. And Is somehow there... Neb conveys all of that by just going... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, Neb Fox, uh, I'm going to try to phrase this as a yes or no. Um, Did you see where this path terminates? (laughs) Um, No idea. So, so I'm looking out over the bowl or whatever. Um, Do we have any impression? Because I understand this like blocks the view here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do we see what looks like could be path, like on On the other other side side of the crater? Oh yeah, it it mimics this one. They they both kind of come up and 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 seem to join somewhere back in this, you know, collection of spires of rock at the peak of this mountain. Um, Okay, but the bowl. Yes. Does not, I, I guess what I'm trying to do here uh-huh. is I'm trying to get a sense for if we honestly think we're going to end up at the bottom of this bowl or if we're going um, on the other side of the bowl. Is there anything mm. that I can do just directionally to try to figure that the, out? The path does not go into the bowl. The path circumvents okay, it around. Like it like it's around the edge. It's around the edge of the, there. no, it's around the edge. Now, like think of the caldera of a volcano. Yes, exactly. And it, uh, so it's around the edge of it, like a crater. It yeah. might surprise you, but I haven't been inside of a volcano. <laughs> of a volcano, but no. but but I'm tr- I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. So but so, but we but are within, saying that within the idea is that these two paths must meet up or something within this collection of spires up here at the top. It's just that up here is Got the it. only place where you can't see the geography. So, you know, from what Neb could see. Mm-hmm you're still assuming they connect. You don't really know what the path does beyond that. But logically, it makes sense. Uh, Was there a shard of a mirror anywhere in the vicinity? (laughs) Didn't you just (laughs) fold it into 
a lovely set of blankets that happen to be folded neatly next to wherever these birds are or like placed in the newspaper at the bottom of a cage or anything like that. Did, did I happen to see like a mirror shard shoved into part of the like no. main part you did of not the happen to see a mirror right. shard? It was worth a try. Jumped into it. You know, you did not happen to. You, you, know. you get a mirror shard. could have used it to simple. make the nest. So like yeah. it absolutely could. It could just be in those sticks. And we it's will never true. know. You watch as as Silas is talking about the bird could have. Uh, <laughs> the fox stands up and like paws at the ground to make like a, a line in the in the snow, mm-hmm. and then walks ten feet away and makes another line in the snow and very meaningfully looks at both lines. The bird's the that bird is gonna look over. <laughs> what is she doing? So the bird <laughs> is 10 feet tall. <laughs> There's a very cocked, like, squinty look at you, Silas. Like, <laughs> doing. Um, and then she, she gives, like, a little tiny nod. Like, you're almost right. They're this yes. big. As you say nest, she vigorously the, the nest is ten feet long? So this is a dinosaur. What? A pterodactyl? I mean, do bir- what, what kind of bird do we know makes a ten foot, uh, like, wide nest? You say dinosaur and suddenly she looks very intrigued. <laughs> She's very distracted looking in that direction uh, again. No, the teleosauruses are subaquatic. <laughs> but seriously, do we like a bald eagle doesn't have a ten feet wide nest, does it? Like, isn't that the biggest bird we know of? It's not the biggest bird. I mean, uh, like a, Neb can't say any of this, but the bald eagle <laughs> nests are pretty big. I mean, I ten don't know. feet again. Uh, I don't know if this surprises anyone, but I haven't been inside a volcano, and I also have not studied birds. Yet. But the thing that mm-hmm. I do know is we're going to freeze to death if we stay out here when it becomes nighttime or whatever. We're probably going to run out of food. And then we're definitely not going to find the mirror shard unless we, like, go somewhere. And so I think we have, like, what, two options? Go back and go right, which I vote no on that. Or we go through these birds somehow. Or climb over them. I mean, we have our climbing gear. Yeah, We have no rope. We have like two feet of rope left. Let's check. <laughs> I think I, I I'll allow you of one. Oh yeah, okay, fifty two hundred feet. Yeah, you yeah, like two hundred feet. That's nothing. Yeah. And Silas has his uh, paracord, which has lost what like eight feet out of the fifty. Yeah, or, it's, yeah. it's pretty. It's much an odd number awesome. now. Yeah, you're <laughs> less than a hundred feet of rope. <sighs> well, I mean, okay, hear me out. We have found, like Maeve said, we have found clues to the shards in the weirdest places. Neb has, we, you know, we've been to parties where rats have given birth and that was part of the what we were supposed to do and find. Maybe these, I don't even want to say it, but maybe these, there's something that we're supposed to do with yeah, these. Maybe we need to talk to them. Hey, Pivum or Neb, like, don't you talk to animals? Maybe you say, hey, babies, don't eat us. Like, we're just going to walk through. We're not going to hurt you. And then maybe maybe they just let us walk through. There you go. Now we're starting to think like we belong in this world. <laughs> you see Neb shrug a little bit, like if that she she's 
considering that option. And if that's what you want her to do, then she will. But I mean, honestly, like, thing, I don't though, know if there's about any talking to. If you go too close to a baby bird, the, the, the mother abandons it. Will come out of nowhere. Oh, I have heard that, actually. My parents used to tell me that all the time, but I thought it was just made up to make me not play with birds in their nest. It, oh! I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. But. Uh, so maybe we need to go engage the birds, and then the mother or father will just never come back, and we'll be fine. Well, does any what what were the birds doing when when you saw them? Never were they just sitting there? What were they? What was the feel? Did you get a feel? Can you? <laughs> Yes or no? Did you get a feel? I don't know. Oh, I God. never knew a year ago when I made this character that it was going to be so much charade, but I'm here for it. It's, it's become the thing. Nev sits, and if she can, she'll sit uh, back so that her front paws are, you know, like a dog begging kind of thing, and then she'll stick her head up into the air, mouth open, like she's a baby bird begging. <laughs> Let me ask this, Neb Fox. Did you feel like they were dangerous? She's finally going to come out of wild shape at this point. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll think about that for a very long time and try to figure out. I got her to pop out. Uh, and then finally she'll consider, uh, she'll drop the image of a fox and you'll see her back as herself and go, okay, all right. I don't think the babies are dangerous, but... I don't know where the parents are. Maeve is so smart, though. And like Maeve said, it's like, hey, you mess with the babies, the adult just abandons them. Or bastards. The, or the mother comes and defends the babies. Well, yeah. then we just run or slide down the hill or something. Like, we definitely can't just keep standing here because, by the way, if that mother has eyes on these little babies, we're like standing right here and the mother mm -hmm. can see us right now. In that moment, you hear a oh, as coming right. around the side is the most gargantuan bird you have ever seen. Its feathers are pure white and, and uh, rough um, with snow and ice as it glides over the top of Silas who sort of ducks a little bit. It is, it's a good, you know, 20 feet above you, but you can feel just the power of it. It pays you no mind, disappears around that edge, and lands. Um, you hear the snapping and crunching of bones. So the other thing I couldn't figure out baby how... baby birds go crazy. The, the other thing I couldn't figure out how to say as a fox was it is definitely a bird of prey. It is... It's not a big starling. It's, it's a... It's a... With claws and... Yeah. I can try to talk to it if you want. At least now I can try to talk to the parent, but uh, it's a bird that will see me as prey. Probably more if I was a fox, but I mean, I'm not that big. Well, we got a polar bear right here. That bird's probably not gonna mess with a polar bear, right? How big I'm... is the bird when we saw it? When you saw it? Um, I mean, 30, 40 feet wingspan. What? Okay. You know what? <laughs> Silas, I think it is if, a dinosaur. If that bird was 30 or 40 feet and it flew over my head 20 feet, like I screamed like you did. You did. You to, screamed. to the high heavens. It was, it's a pterodactyl. <laughs> you screamed. Okay. It's a, it is gargantuan. This thing Wait, covered are, are, you. Are we being metaphorical here that it's a pterodactyl? 
Or yes, it I'm being actual... there. I'm, okay, no, I'm okay. being metaphorical in the sense that you are not wrong. Just making sure. Yes. That okay. is, this is an enormous bird that flew over your head. You did absolutely scream. It let, got let, lost just... in the wind and the thump of its. Oh, I'll of own its, it. I'll own it. I'm terrified wings. of that. We should go right. We should go <laughs> yeah. right. Yep, 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 yep. This is where we retreat do, carefully, quietly. Do, do you want me to try to talk to it before we retreat? Yeah, why not? Wait. As you? Well, I can't talk to it as a fox. I mean, or I can. I think I have to. I don't know how that works. I kind of did it the last time, but it was all in a rush, and I was very, very cold. Miss Robin, you're going to say something? No, I'm going to say if we're here, I mean, and you feel safe enough, I say talk to them. Do any of us feel safe enough just going and talking to a 40-foot bird? Maybe if we bring the polar bear. <laughs> I think yeah, Pivim, Pivim, will you give me polar bear backup? <laughs> we have to have a plan before she walks over there. Like, if we hear uh, okay. any... The plan is, hey, will you let us pass? You just ate plenty of food. Um, we'll get what do what do birds like? We'll give you whatever you like. I mean, all of this is the same as like dealing with the mafia or something. I mean, it's like you just got to find out what they want, give them what they want, um, and and everybody will be fine. Maybe they want berries. That I could give them. You have plenty of those. Yes. I, can, I mean, I can make more. after a lovely dinner of bones, all I want is berries. <laughs> the size of the stiff. Come on. <laughs> Ten poppy well, if y'all all stay behind I me, can't. I will go talk to talk to the parent and see what I can negotiate. All right. Very carefully. Don't die. and Robin will will come up around behind you as polar bear backup. Sorry, Maeve. Go ahead. Oh, I just said don't die. <laughs> I'll try not to. I've been very Have unsuccessful in the past, the but it's got to work at some point, right? <laughs> All right. In your snowshoes mm -hmm. now, um, on this ice, you feel quite slippery coming along this area. Now, Pivim is going to keep his nose pressed up against your back, uh, just kind of almost pushing you along like ice skates uh, up to the edge here. All right, do you want to try to be stealthy again? No, actually, okay. she's going to be very intentionally not stealthy. And in fact, when I think um, I could call out and be heard, mm -hmm. even well before I'm seen, mm -hmm. she's going to try to speak with the bird. And okay. Si Silas is going to walk uh, to make sure that Neb doesn't leave either. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. The Neb is only going to go up to the where you you can she can see the bird and you can Got see it. her. It's all yeah, okay. on that eye line. I might even um, stop before I see the bird. Yes, um, and call out to it so that mm -hmm. it can come to us. Gotcha. So as you're coming closer to it, being nudged forward by Pivim and Robin, um, you can already hear much more clearly as you leave some of the open whistling wind area, the this crunch of bones and the 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 scrambling squeaking and chirping of these birds um and then the ruffle you know rustle of of enormous feathers as this thing shakes the snow off of its back and you hear it crash down the other side of the mountain um and you begin talking what do you say in bird i, I just call out <laughs> hello can we chat for a second a huge, high-pitched, <laughs> just 
echoes through this area. Snow begins to again crumble off the side of the mountain, creating little avalanches along the edge um, as the whole area shakes. Um, you hear a as it takes off and begins to kind of flap its wings. Now the the, the wind brushing back at you. Um, I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw. That was a pretty good uh, wing sound there, Jeff. That was, Wait that a was good. That was, that was a good. Yeah, uh, pretty good. <laughs> dexterity said, no, I don't get that. Oh, okay. All right. A little bit of the fox is still in me. 15. Okay. 15. All right. You're able to just grab on to, to Pivim's fur behind <laughs> you as Pivim digs his claws into the ground uh, as this enormous creature pulls around the side, getting a view on all of you. Now all of you can really see it full on as it uses its, its, its you know, wings to kind of rise itself up in the air and do a little turn and come around and keep you in its sights um, as it's sort of circling around you at the top, keeping one eye on the nest and the other on all of you. Um, Robin and Pivim, as you all kind of get to this edge where you can see, Pivim is gonna, you know, leave one foot down by where um, Neb is and kind of hike his legs up so that he's, you know, standing as full like nine feet tall. So you all can peer over the edge. As you look around and look into this baby bird's nest, you can see the three little baby birds. Um, you can see feathers, you can see bones, you can see blood, you can see meat. They're fighting over the leg of some sort of, you know, Arctic deer of some kind. And you think in the center of this nest, you see a ladder going down. Ah. Uh, what? This bird has an escape hatch. <laughs> yeah. What would you like to say? Oh, uh, so it is, it is paying an enormous amount of attention to you. <laughs> That's why I use that word a lot. It's paying, it is very focused on you. Okay, uh, uh, if I, I know it's got its attention, I will, say, I will once again say, hi, can we chat for a, a moment? Do you have a second? Pardon um, me, do you have a moment to converse about yeah. the, uh... <laughs> I'm here about yeah, your you accept your Jesus' warranty. Hello. I have a DJ Steve My name you. is Nebula, and I would like to share with you this most amazing... I bear. am your singing telegram. <laughs> All this goes through Neb's head, she doesn't say any of it. Um, Again, it doesn't seem to want to talk with you. It, it again, uses just a, a, a screech that sends, again, more rubble coming down the edge. I'm going to need Maeve um, and Silas and Feruza to give me some either dexterity or strength saving throws to stop your fall. Oh, no. The rumble of this side strength. of this. Oh, no. 17. Okay. Oh, no. Maeve, you're able to keep, you know, again, those, those dancers, pincers, hold you where you are, Feruza? 18. 18, you <laughs> dig your axe into the side, giving yourself a, a fifth point oh. to grab onto as you all kind of stop the shake, Silas? 22. 22. That, that climbing, you know, experience that you've had, again, you get yourself four points and hold on using the little tensor grips in the, the front of your fingers to kind of give you a little bit of a, a, a hold as this bird continues to circle. I don't think it's going to listen to reason. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to reach into my pack and pull out the five good, the five berries mm -hmm. that I've left mm -hmm. uh, from. That's how you approach wild birds. So why not? 
Yeah, it's the only food I, I I think I've got some rations or stuff, but I know the berries are real nice. She's gonna um walk like one or two steps forward, not very far, and say, I brought some food, if that'll help. I we just wanna see if we can get by your nest, that's all. And she'll put the berries on the ground and then back back up. The minute you say nest however you mean it it dive bombs towards the party you all see it start to happen but we are in initiative well we didn't mean it (laughs) all right roll it up my friends okay that's yep yep oh wow (laughs) all right Maeve uh it's seven seven for Maeve Neb? She rolled a natural one, <laughs> which gives her a zero. <laughs> because, you it's know, really just, Neb. she it's... continues to be really just flabbergasted whenever an animal doesn't want to talk with her. I mean, it's absolutely, Amazing. I mean, this is, it's, it's terrifying. You are on the front line and this, this creature is just barreling down at you with the speed of a jet. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Robin? A dirty 20. 20 for Robin. For Ruza. 10. 10 for Ruza. <laughs> and Silas. Nine. Nine for Silas. All right, Robin, you're up first. You're the first person on the back of the polar bear that sees this shift in the bird's attention and sees it start to dive straight towards Neb. Uh, without even thinking, Robin snaps her fingers knowing this that she's tried before back mm-hmm. in the the, sal- the saloon with her magic cloth and she's going to uh, constitution saving throw or be teleported into an unoccupied space. Okay. Um, I also just realized I have to roll for Pippa. Oh, it's constitution 13. Okay. Constitution 13. Uh, 15. Dang it. Okay. Uh, then no, not nothing. even 19. Oh, geez. Okay. Then nothing happens. Okay. And that is my Action. Bonus action movement. Uh, bonus action. I'm just going to uh, get. I'm not on Pivim. Am I? You still? are. You're still okay. on Pivim. Uh, hop off of Pivim. Okay. And uh, start doing my little my little dancey dance because I'm ready to expeditiously retreat at okay. any point. <laughs> <laughs> your warm ups. Your high tinies. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, it is its turn. Um, it has turned towards all of you. Um, it's going to make two attacks. First, it rears in with its talons out, uh, looking to grab you, Neb. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is a 28. To hit. Oh, oh my god. Gosh, what are we facing here? You rolled higher than my hit points. Let me put it that way. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Do you have any for bird resistance or anything? Uh, <laughs> you know, I did as a fox. No. <laughs> uh, uh, silvery barbs. Silvery barbs? Yeah. Oh, so are you, is it a reaction? It's a reaction. Okay. So you need to re-roll the 20. Re-roll. Okay. Here it comes. Nice. Use a lower roll. It is a better roll. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Okay. Thank you for trying. Um, I still give the advantage to you, Neb. Okay. Okay. Please look at the advantage. 
I still get hit. Phone. Oh boy. Oh boy. Remember when I said don't die? <laughs> <laughs> At this moment, no, actually, Did I don't remember it, that. Or... I don't know why. That is. I'm oh so God. sorry. 29 points of damage. <gasps> don't die! And it picks what are we you doing up with Pornab? <gasps> are you dying? Her. I am an, an unconscious form. You're an unconscious form oh, in eagle's talons. talons. I'm in its talons now. That's it a song. grabs you, swooping by, pulling you aside. It's still got a beak attack, which it's going to use on the polar bear. Beak attack. Okay, that is definitely going to hit the polar bear. Hmm. Oh, Ooh, my this gosh. is bad. This oh. is really bad. Okay. It didn't have to be dead. It didn't have, didn't to, have to be today. <laughs> it didn't have to be like this. <laughs> Next time we send Silas in to talk. You could have just eaten the berries and gone about your way. <laughs> or we send, we send Maven to talk. That is 19 points of damage on the polar what? bear. Ooh. Oh, um, is he still as, a polar bear? <laughs> he is still a polar bear. Uh, the, as the, the the beak grabs at the polar bear, ripping away flesh as it moves across <gasps> the side. You have already used your reaction, Robin, but that would have been an opportunity attack for you. But oh. it flies off to the side, Neb's lifeless body hanging from its its feet as it makes its way back towards the nest and the baby <gasps> birds. Up next is Feruza. You must be joking. The accent came out of nowhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, for just seeing this happen, yes. there's just some weird sort of um, feeling that just starts to germinate within. Her eyes start flashing like they usually do. Her hair starts blowing like fire starter. <laughs> and she puts her hands out toward the stork or whatever it is that has <laughs> Ned. I don't want the babies that stork is. <laughs> yeah. It's your turn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and from her hand springs this long, like, stream of electricity. Uh-oh. And she's going to lure Use lightning lore basically to yank the creature ten feet in a straight line toward her. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to it, it has to succeed in a strength thirteen, or it's going to be pulled 13? toward me. We're so weak. <laughs> I know. You are, you are all so little. You're so little. That? So weak. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thirteen. You said. Oh my god. I rolled a 12. Oh. Ah! Amazing. All right. So wait. Feruza. Lightning, a lightning whip yes. rockets out of your, your hand, <sighs> circles around one of the legs of this creature, pulling it 10 feet back towards you. Um, you literally see, you know, feathers fly off in the air off of the side. Uh, what else happened? <laughs> you literally, I mean, you pull it. You pull it within ten feet ten of yourself. Ten feet of me, yeah, yeah. And it's going to take one d eight damage just for that. Roll which is it. Gonna be, let's see, it's going to be embarrassing, but we'll try. Seven. Is Neb still in its claws? Oh, it is. Neb <laughs> is absolutely still in. Its I'm a very claws. tasty snack. Um, 
Seven, yeah, you, you pluck a feather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there no lightning? Closer. Was that was that was lightning damage, right? Oh, yeah, it's lightning cool. damage basically. And um so yeah, it's just literally gonna come and it went in, it's gonna land ten feet in front of her. Okay. And maybe like the shock, the static, it's like just gonna take seven points of damage. Great. It um, lands on the snow, you know, craggy <laughs> side, um, you know, with you know, Neb still in one of its talons, the other one gripping into the rock at the side of this mountain uh, as it begins to kind of, you know, claw its way, trying not to fall back into the the bowl of this glacier. Uh, anything else, Veruza? Um, with this feeling that Veruza yeah. has, all of a sudden, like if you could look at her, you would just notice there's something weird about her skin that feels almost like a protective barrier, and it's a reaction that she has mm. ready to go. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Silas, you're up next. Um, Silas, the bird is how far away from all of us right now? Um, Neb was probably 30 feet away. I mean, yeah, about 30 feet. On okay. the side of the Silas is going to... It's, it's basically right next to... Oh, no, Rob, I'm sorry. Feruza pulled it five, ten, front, ten feet per herb, so it's ten feet, essentially. Depending on where you were in the line. Ten feet away from us. Okay. Ten feet away from you. About um, ten feet from the bear and Robin. And uh, it's right on top of Nib. How far away is the nest? The nest, it'd be thirty feet down the path, and then around the corner, you're guessing... You don't know. You know the, the the corner is roughly thirty feet away. Yes, the corner is about thirty feet away. Okay, I am going to, um, I am going to uh, take off uh, running. Okay. Um, down the path, and I am going to, um, when I enter the space of the creature, mm -hmm. I am going to deftly disengage from the creature. Gotcha. Um, and I am going to make it to that corner like I am going toward the babies. All right. Um, and I am uh, going to, as I am running, I see Neb uh, in the claws and uh, and I'm just going to say, no, 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 it's not time for that. We don't have time for this. And um, there is some green light that is going uh -huh. to come out uh -huh. um, from, uh, from from the ring that's kind of just floating around Silas's <laughs> yes. shoulder that um, that is going to heal and that is going to do ooh, nice work. Um, 10 points of damage. Okay. Um, all I need is a dexterity saving throw for this run, this mad dash. Okay. It's not steep, but you've got the crampons on, so it's just nice. Um, so dexterity, let me see. That's going to be, um, that is 21. All right. You, like a flash of light, run forward. As you do, you sort of, you know, sort of, you know, dodge in and out of this thing's beak and its wings and its feet coming around the side. You you shout out to Neb as you go by and, and sort of backwards turn around, get to the corner. You're now standing next to the polar bear, which is bleeding from these scratches, these bite marks down its back. And Robin uh, uh, is on the ground doing her little aerobics. And, and as um, as I uh, put in the healing word yes. that, um, you know, presumably wakes Neb up, um, as ah! I am continuing ah! to get there, yes. um, I, I'm just saying it, it's okay. You're okay for now, and uh, and then I say, uh, and then I'm going to say, um, if you can still talk to it, tell it its babies are about to get it, and then I'm going to stop right there. All right. Tell it we don't want to kill you. We know you're a mom. <laughs> okay, All so right. 
I mean, we'll we'll deal with that when it's my turn. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silas, anything else? No, that's all. Okay. Where you are at the corner, you can now see the nest ahead of you. Um, you don't have the high vantage that Robin had, so you're still looking up at it. Um, so you can't see into it, but you can see that one of the baby birds with some, you know, again, a leg of something in its mouth has kind of jumped up on the side. And how big is this in comparison to me? Um, it's smaller than you. Like I said, it's about the size of a goose. It's a big, big bird. Got it. Perfect. A, yeah, okay. like a swan goose. Now, uh, when I happen to go there, is mm -hmm. this ladder evident enough you or do I have to get closer? It, no. yeah, you okay. have to be just higher wanted, to see it. Wanted to verify. Yes, yeah, clarify okay. for that. It does baby bird lock eyes with you. Okay. Okay. Maeve, you're up next. Uh, I look at it and I say, I have my eye on you. <laughs> and no and i want to try and aim my no to help uh make it drop neb okay not from a height because it, it, it's it's yeah, so down. on the ground so literally neb's on the ground with its talons wrapped around her i am all about called shots i think that's very cool um what i do with a called shot is depending on how difficult it is i'm just gonna we're gonna do it like cover right it's just a little bit harder to hit the foot okay. than it is to hit the body so it's gonna have a little bit of cover go ahead and roll mm -hmm. So that's 17, 26, 23, plus 2. So it's a 25 Ooh. to hit. Absolutely. Wow. Nice. Perfectly for the talons that are clutching yes. Neb. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. And then I get plus 2. I'm sorry, it was a 23 to hit. You got it. <laughs> uh, and then this plus 7, plus 4, 11. So it's a 13. Uh, 13 points of damage, 13 damage. Uh, as there is the snow sort of barrels towards mm. its foot, almost forming a point of ice that <gasps> yes. clashes into it. Right into, um, in that see. soft spot, right in the, right between, yeah, the yeah, plates yeah. of the... It, it, it immediately opens its foot, releasing Neb, lifting it off the ground. <laughs> It says into the air again. Ah, just... ah, to you too. <laughs> <laughs> Everything shaking, snow falling um, <laughs> off the side of the the mm -hmm. mountain as it as it has released the grapple on Neb. Anything else, Maeve? Uh, that is it for the moment. All right, Pivum turns around, the blood staining his his white polar bear fur. <laughs> gives a huge growl of a polar bear roar as he gallops towards it, jumping onto its back, uh, attempting to bite and claw into its body. Ooh. All right, the, here comes the bite first. The bite misses. Here come the claws. The claws hit. Thirteen damage from the claws. So as he jumps up on the back, and the bird begins to, you know, move its wings and move around, it's hard to stay on it. I mean, this—the polar bear looks like Robin did on its back. Now on this creature's back, it looks, you know, just dwarfed by this enormous creature. Um, it is unable to get its jaws through its feathers, but it's able to find through the feathers with its claws. And you again see the bird kind of rear its head back. Um, as it, as he digs in, Neb, your turn. You are awake. 
the bird has released you up above as you lie there on the ground looking up you can see it struggling trying to turn back and, and peck at Pivim, the polar bear on its back uh there's a brief moment where she looks confused and then angry and as she's gonna scramble out from under it you watch as her skin takes on that bluish hue again and everything just kind of melds into a form that is dark blue with the um the nebula colors swirling mm. through it and the last thing you see of her regular body she's digging into her pants to pull out a rock and when she she doesn't even say anything but she pulls her arm back to throw her rock at this thing but it almost looks like she's drawing back a bow in that oh. moment as uh she's part of this thing is i get to make an attack against it 21 to hit yes you hit <laughs> so it shoots out like a like the shooting stars that you've seen her throw before but this one seems more like an arrow and it uh -huh. sinks in um it does eight radiant damage well it's not a godly creature but uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it'll take it it's, it's all yeah and then she finally says something she's looking up at it and it's up to you deb whether she yes. still has the it's not concentration to speak with animals, but I don't know if going unconscious will ruin that, but she'll say this out loud anyway and say, I just wanted to talk. <laughs> and I need it to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, so I think when you die, your spells end. That's <laughs> so fine, that's totally fine. I don't fine. think you have, you still have the, the talking, but but you say that in common in English. Oh yeah. Um, and a constitution saving throw? Yes, please. Sorry. Um, 25. Okay. All right. Uh, so it succeeds. It's mm -hmm. only going to take one necrotic damage. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know what? I'm the creature of the choice. There's a tiny little scar along the side <laughs> of its top. And, and that tiny little scar, like yes. a little a, a feather comes flying off of it, and she catches it. And she's going to get some health back as I'm nice. I get to roll an unspent hit dice and that is the end of my turn as i do that rolling nice we're nice. back up to robin who is aerobically dancing at the top of this mountain <laughs> uh silas is by your side the polar bear has bounded off you can see that neb is awake but still lying prone beneath this creature you didn't stand up did you Neb? i stood, up, stood up but i okay. wouldn't have you didn't I wouldn't have uh, gotten yes. into an attack of opportunity. Yes, Let's put it that way. <laughs> so you are standing, but you are, but I mean, she's directly beneath this creature um, as it, you know, tries to get Pivim off its back. And you see the rest of your friends are on the other side. Time for this bird to become the prey. And you'll notice this like <laughs> little bit tagline <laughs> Robin. <laughs> little bit of like a, a ripple of, of energy just shoots like a bullet from her mind. Uh, and I need a constant oh sorry, an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving throw. Thirteen. It fails bad. Beautiful. Uh, it's <sighs> going to take Ooh, yes. 14 points of psychic Ooh. damage. Okay. And on top of that, it cannot uh, it cannot take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Okay. And on its next turn, it must choose whether to get a move, an action, or a bonus action. It only gets one of the three. Okay. 
That's awesome. Woo! All right. Uh, nice. So yeah, what, what did what did this what did this look like? What did this do as you did this here? Uh, so so this this energy this almost ripple mm-hmm. through the air like mm-hmm. a bullet comes from her forehead and just uh-huh. shoots right into this bird's forehead and just knocks it kind of like you just see birds floating around the bird. Okay, fantastic. It starts shaking its head side to side, momentarily distracted from the bear on its back. Um, you know, and you can see, you know, there is some sort of almost like headachey look to the to the front of its face um, as it deals with that. Anything else, Robin? Um, I think how far am I uh, from the uh, bird? About twenty feet. Well, I mean, it's it's so big. You're ten feet. Okay, uh, Robin, I guess I don't want to, is anyone close to Neb besides me? Is, is me kind e- of, huh? Everybody's pretty yeah. much, to, mm, you know, the, the width of the bird, <laughs> the 20 <laughs> foot, you know, yeah. okay. uh, diameter of the bird from Neb. Neb is in the 20 feet, you all are outside it. Oh, dang it. Okay, uh, Robin's going to uh, nope, I'm gonna step back with my expeditious retreat and go down the hill. Uh, maybe, I don't know if 60 feet's gonna get me, like, too far. I don't want to be too far, but <laughs> I, I am, I did just hit this thing, so I am gonna kind of expeditious retreat uh, back. Uh, where? So, so the path, the bird is between you and the path. Mm-hmm. Backwards on the path would take you into the nest. You oh. could go down into the bowl. Oh, or oh, off see. the other side, down the cliff. Um. Okay. No. Then I'll just stand my ground. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can. I just don't. Which direction? Uh, <laughs> okay. So you're gonna right. hold your ground for now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It is the bird's turn. Um. So it has to choose what it's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's just gonna take its action and try to get this bear off of its back. Mm. Um. First, it's gonna try to peck back with its beak. That's gonna hit the bear. Oh, this is so bad. Poor little Tim. I mean, fortunately, he's got some bear hit points, so. True. But yeah. If we keep, like, getting our companions hurt. I know. We're the worst. Nope, nope. Oh boy, okay. Um, the beak, it reaches around, Pivum, you know, momentarily dazed by everything that's going on, and it gets, sinks its beak, the, the pointy pieces of its beak, into Pivum's side, ripping him off of its back and sort of throwing him <sighs> against the, the rock at the side. Um, immediately, the polar bear disappears, and tiny little Pivum drops to the ground right by you, uh, Robin, and um, uh, at, and uh, Silas um, at that side of it. Um, once it's released, it still has its talon attack. <sighs> Ruza, you really hit him bad. <laughs> He's going to take a step forward and raise that. Is it, is it able to take a step? Because it can't take a move action. Right. It can't. Oh, that's right. It can't. All right. It is. Thank you very much, Adam. Good on you. It can't take a step, and it does need to be within five feet. So you are safe for the, at this moment. Um, all right. That is the end of its turn. 
Um, now your turn, Faruza. As you see it want to, you know, it, it's it's a little slowed down and its, you know, brain is still fuzzy, but you can see it sort of attempt to 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 take that, that lunge towards you, but just can't quite get up the mental energy to do it. Okay, um, do we, uh, Silas, you, and your turn before, you sort of alluded toward, like, you were gonna, like, do something to the babies. Oh, I was murderous for the children. (laughs) Okay. Um, I want to see how I can, how I can do this. Uh, so for one thing about Faruza right now, like, she, she's, she realizes that she has this ability to pull into this rage that, that allows her to do a bunch of really strong attacks. But because she doesn't necessarily want to kill this thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's keeping, as she's learning to manage this part of what she is, she's keeping the rage down, but she realizes during this fight that when she does that, there are other things she's capable of. Mm. So what she would like to do here is, I would like to imagine that she still has the the lighting lure, maybe it's on its ankle, almost like the Wonder Woman, like a Wonder Woman whip. Yeah, she's going to like unleash it and then just sort of like uh, wrap it around its neck if she can. And she wants to like, grapple, I guess, grapple it down so that it's down to the ground, like just hit the ground, whatever, sort of, like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like make sure it's okay. just hit the ground. Cause she doesn't want to kill it, but she wants to control it. So they okay. can talk to it or, you know, threaten it. I don't so know. So this is, this is the same, uh, you're just, you're just attempting a grapple with this thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, uh, do the hit, see if you can hit, or do okay. I make the saving throw? What is the? Yes. Yeah, 13. I did much better. Yeah, yeah, that is a 25 again. Okay. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. Um, You you know, this is around the ankle, but when you go to pull it and pull it closer to you or try to sort of grapple it down to the ground, it snaps, right? The energy just snaps, uh, releasing it from the, 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 Lasso. <laughs> she's just learning she, how to use it. That's why it is. Maybe yeah, she's just yeah, learning. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Anything else? For and that's like, that's all I can do. Now? Okay, mm-hmm. Silas, staring at a baby bird. <laughs> Give him his fallen to the ground them, right? at your feet. Well, one of them has jumped up. You can just see the like tips of the beast. So, of the like other this thing is uh, something I need to climb into to see inside the nest. You would have to climb up into the nest to see inside of it. But uh, one of the baby birds is perched on the edge, looking at you. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, get into the nest as quickly as I can and see what I see. Uh, okay, you're climbing up into the nest. Um, you'll have to go near the baby bird. Is that okay? Yeah, that that is fine. But the, uh, I, if there is a way to get into the nest that is not directly next to the bird, I will choose that path. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I, I guess what, what, what I'm saying is yes. I am not trying to just run through yes. or past the bird. Gotcha. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to just simply get into the nest right gotcha. now. So the, we'll, we'll say the bird is kind of perched kind of off towards the the overhang area of it. You maybe skirt closer to the wall where you can climb on the sticks and on the rock and pull yourself up to the side. As you get up and peer in, you do indeed see the other two baby birds. You see the remains of this Arctic deer um and now you too do see there is a hole at the bottom of this nest um and a ladder sticking up and now it's as though the nest has been created around the ladder it's a very small passageway but it's just sticks and twigs but the ladder does appear to go down below the nest 
Okay, so the ladder, though, when you're saying the ladder's sticking up, mm -hmm. it's just, I, I see the top of a ladder. You see the top up. of a ladder that yeah. sort of disappears into the twigs, but you can see there is some space below as if it descends into the rock below. The I rest. don't know how much movement I've used so far. but uh, like, With the climb and everything, I think you've used at least, you've used your 30 to get there. Okay, then I'm using, um, you know, a, a dash okay. to uh, do more movement okay. and investigate what's going on with the ladder. All right, you get down to that space. Go ahead and give me an investigation. I'm gonna, I'm allow it. You can do that. Can do uh, that plus four. <laughs> Great. Um, as soon as you get close to it, you can feel the sort of dead void air beneath this thing and as you sort of begin to even pull at it the, the twigs and the branches at least the smaller ones come away pretty quickly and you can see there is a a ladder that just goes straight down into the rock um down into this mountain but no below this nest i mean is is there can i see the bottom no. is there light okay so um i wouldn't do that i don't guess Okay, yeah, that, that that's fine for now. So what, if I have movement left after that mm -hmm. or interact with object or whatever that would be, I am trying to just get down the ladder. Okay, you. I'll give you, you have some movement left. Um, okay. You can go down another, we'll say, if you want 10 feet. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, does this opening look big enough for, I assume for the baby birds to get down potentially, yes. but not mom or, or no dad. mom is yeah. yeah whatever you know the the giant bird of prey that they're fighting could not fit down this in the best of circumstances. Uh, but the little ones, yes. That that that's where I'm going to end up this time. Okay, so there. about ten. You you have enough to get sort of ten feet down. Uh, I I don't necessarily want to go that far. Like I I well no ten ten's fine ten's okay. fine. Yeah, fine. Fine. Yeah. All right. Um, you make your way down about 10 feet. Um, you have to kind of literally just use your body to break away some of these larger branches, but you have cleared the hole and kind of pull yourself down. As you get down in there, the sound cuts out pretty intensely. This really, you know, is is uh, sheltered from the wind and the, the, the battle going on above. Um, Maeve, you are up. Yes, I would like to, uh... Honestly, if what we need to do is get into that nest, I'd like to pull out a pack of matches. Get, hopefully oh. the babies can fly. Yeah! So, That's so chaotic evil! Power well, so well, right now um, there's hang a... On. There's a bird between you. There's a gargantuan bird between you and the nest at the moment. If you want to stay on the path, if you want to go off the path, you can you can try to skirt around it, but it'll take a lot of movement. How do you want to do this? Because you have not yet seen the nest. You know it's there, but you've yeah, not actually yeah, been yeah. up there to look at it. Mm. Mm. All we have to do is get this bird out of our way, huh? <laughs> that was so ominously said and i love it i mean that's oh. all just you know get a massive gargantuan how injured is is the bird looking in front it, of it, not too bad 
Uh, I mean, it, there's some blood. It's definitely missing some feathers. It's limping a little bit, but it's, you know, it, it's got a lot of fight in it. You can tell. There's a lot of fight in it. But Silas is up near the nest, right? Uh, yeah, Silas, you, you saw disappeared. Silas court. is, yeah, he's all the way over there. Can I get, I can't, I, I don't, hmm. Grumble. Um, I can't get there. Uh, well, uh, how much movement would it take me to get there? Um, so you'd have to skirt around it, so 40, 50, 60 to get to the nest, and then okay. and a little more to get into it, if you're, if you're skirting around the, the bird. It'd be a double move, which I can do. Would I be able... Lighting it would be a separate action, right? It, you, I wouldn't be able to do it this turn if I used a double move. Um, I mean, unless you have, you know, interact with object as a bonus action kind of thing. No, I don't. No, think you I don't have. Okay, uh, so, okay, then <laughs> never mind. Scratch that. Okay. <laughs> Neb is still there in the middle of it all. Um, yeah. What is your health now again? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 27, it's a 15. <laughs> okay. You okay. know, it was yeah, way better than it was a moment ago. That's Thank you, bad. <laughs> Okay, okay. I think I'm going to say, uh, are you trying to hit me? And suddenly they're for me. Okay. So, uh, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start moving up closer in to uh, start thinking about getting her Okay, off. well, I'll <laughs> offer. So, Robin, um, your thing that gave it no reaction, that was just till the end of its turn, right? So it would have yes. its reaction back? Yes. Okay. With the four of you, you know, if it did take an op attack on you, that's, you know, that's you've got a little decent chance. Yeah, I, I can try. So you could still try to do the thing you want to do, but you'd have, you could do it in a much, you could get there in your one move. Okay. I'll give that a shot. Okay. Then. Go ahead. Give that a shot. All right. So boom. Well, no, because it would be a double move at that point with, and I won't. I wouldn't have that movement. I only have no. But saying, but if, but if you're not going around it to avoid the opposite, oh, I would have a straight, straight line. Shot. Okay, so you would okay. need the double. Sure, sure. I'll offer, I'll offer that thought. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so go ahead and uh, you're so you're as you as you run forward, just powering through this bird, you know, in the same direction. I will take a dexterity saving throw because you're running. Although I guess you're not dashing, you're not doing like a thing. So actually, yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, it's the disengage. It's like the disengage. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It, that was a different deal. Never mind. I don't need it from you because you're just you're just moving your speed. Um, but yes, we'll get okay. an op attack on you for coming. You know, passing oh, nearby. Boy. Mm -hmm. That is a critical hit. But okay. how do we determine? Uh, hit you or even... So I need to make. I need to roll to see if it hits. 
the duplicate instead of me, which okay. I need six or higher, which I get. Yes. So Ugh. it's going to hit one of my duplicates. Okay. Nice. Uh, which disappears. So one of my one of the maves. We're now down to th- three maves. Two two are fake. One is real. <laughs> which, which, we, which we'll never know. As four of you run forward and three of you come out the other end, Neb, particularly you, as you are right there, and Feruza, as you're right there watching, see just the most vicious. It grabs one of those illusions, and of course it immediately just turns to dust, but or mist, but it's talons, and it just rips what it thinks is physical creature apart and getting briefly nothing. you see three maves go and flip it its own bird <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing and then continue amazing. running mave you make it through this creature so you have had an action you've had a move you can now see the nest and the baby bird perched on it it see the bird seems to be very focused on the center <laughs> of the nest um how do the babies look like they can fly yet at all or you don't think so looking up at them where they are now they still don't they still don't seem to be flighted babies in fact it looks a little precarious a little off balance up there perched on the, the top rim mm. all i need to do is get them out of that nest and it won't hurt them but also these are trouble, and I kind of don't care at this point. Uh, okay, good to know. Okay, I, I can't. I'll have to light. Not as of right now. I'll have to burn things down next turn. <laughs> um, fantastic, Silas. As you are ten feet down this this chute, and you look up, you see two baby bird faces look down <clears throat> at you, silhouetted against the blue sky above. <laughs> It squawks at you um, and begins to squiggle its way, trying to reach you from there. And I think we'll have to say goodnight here. <laughs> it's imprinting. Can I, can I say one thing real quick? You can, yes. Because I, I pre-rolled it so that I could try oh. to go faster. Um, she's, Neb is gonna stumble out of this thing's being under it yes. and toss her rock at it again in a shooting star and she she rolled a natural 20. Okay, okay, <gasps> Shoot. hold on, hold on. All right, babies are looking down at Silas. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get to the end of this round. I should have done that anyways. Babies are looking down at Silas, their necks bobbing out, trying to reach you as they begin to see that they can't. Um, you just, the third one also jumps down and now three of these faces are looking down at you, blocking your way up or anyone else's ways down. Pivum, tiny little gnomey Pivum. Okay, hold on, here we go. I'm also happy to wait if we want to. No, no, you're good. There, you're good. Because but... um, it's saved in D and D Beyond, so no, it's all good. We're gonna get it. Um, okay, okay. Little Pivum basically hits the ground. And immediately spins on his on its place, becoming another very large bird. Certainly not the size of this thing, um, but it has its own crooked 
bird of prey beak, uh, a wingspan itself of probably about eight or nine feet. As it takes, Pivim takes up off into the air, circles up around this thing and begins to peck at its head. It's gonna try for two pecks at it. Oh, and it has advantage because you're there. So that one hits and, and the second one hits. We're all like, we want, we want to hit this thing. We don't want to kill this thing. I'm excited that we're hitting this <laughs> no! thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like excited and terrified. 14. He does 14 pecking damage. <laughs> um, piercing damage as it he flaps above the head of this thing, just uh, piercing down onto the top of its head as it, you know, kind of tries to take a look at it there. Neb, your turn. In that distraction, as Pivim distracts it as a, as a big vulture creature flying around its head, mm-hmm. what do you do? I stumble back and mm-hmm. I head in the direction that I saw Maeve going yep. because that's the last thing that I saw. Yep. And uh, Robin's she's, still, over there. she's still in her weird blue nebula form and she tosses her rock at it, which shooting stars into it for natural 20. I, I can't remember what our natural 20 rules are. Oh, yeah. double the damage. Yeah. It's just, okay, yeah. just making sure. So I'll roll yeah. this twice. So that's, uh, 37 radiant damage. <sighs> yes. Wow. Okay. That's, that's a meaty spell. Okay, what is it? <laughs> um, so it, it does a ton of damage yeah. and then it, it starts to glow itself in kind of, um, it, it, it's that purplish nebula color, mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, next attack roll against it has advantage. Okay. Um, and wow. oh, the next attack roll is gonna be me actually, cause then as a bonus action, okay. the archer takes an attack as Go well. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, 19 to hit. 19 will hit. All right. That is only eleven radiant damage. As uh, she's she's just trying to now distract it from Pivum. All right, this thing erupts. the The edges of its feathers singed with holy <laughs> power and pain. Holy pain. Um, as it continues to squawk. Uh, this point, it it opens its wingspan again. This enormous. 40 feet reaching out from tip to tip. As you can see at the beginning, it's gonna it's gonna try to take off on its next turn. Um, it is still standing, it is still powerful and strong. Um, Veruza, you are the only one left on that other side of it. Uh, but as it you know opens its wings and turns to kind of take all of you in, it now can sort of sense and hear the squawk of its babies around the corner. And with that, we will take our break this week. We'll see you next week where we can finish this up, find out who wins. Thank you all so much for being with us here tonight. And remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.